This podcast is supported by Patreon. You can show your support on patreon.com slash toadsanime and get four early episodes a month for just a few bucks. Plus it helps Ryan buy Digimon toys. Alternatively, spend it on something more important. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Toad on Games podcast. The only podcast in the entire world ever, ever, that's ever had Larry Bundy Jr. on. And that's absolutely not true but you don't know that so let's pretend it is um and and with that of course with me today i have larry bundy jr with me hello Just say hello hello there it he did it hello, he did it on you. command yeah, hello <laughs> like a monkey it's definitely not a pre-recording where you're pressing the buttons to come no yeah, yeah, I have a, I have a Larry ben Bundy soundboard, yeah. and I just press one. It goes, "Hello, hello, 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 hello you, hello, hello, hello you." <laughs> this is, do you know what? If it came out that I was just using a soundboard for this, nobody would know the I difference. Deserve, <laughs> they would a, they wouldn't know the difference, but b, I think I deserve more praise than anything, because then they'd be like, "Wow, they're editing though, amazing." Yeah, yeah. I think I think <laughs> our soundboard and me had more swearing in it, to be honest. But that's well, that's fine as well. Yeah. Hello, hello, fuck, yeah. hello. I love it. Um, I guess uh, I think I, I I should think most people listen to this because most people listen to this podcast are either in the games industry or very interested Ooh. in gaming as a culture. Oh, um, I should think most of them know who you are. But do you want to explain briefly what you do? Maybe uh, just, for, just right. in case someone doesn't. Well, basically, at the moment, right in the early days, I used to be on television. I presented a retro gaming television show, uh, and I also done like top tens and stuff like that. But now I'm on the YouTube and sort of a failing television career. So it's like the last bastion of relevance for me. Uh, I have um, I do a series called Fact Hunt, where I look at really weird sort of uh, anecdotes and dopey drama from gaming history and stuff like that. It's like weird events and sort of things that have been forgotten and mm. sort of ironic things. Like uh, the next, uh, yeah. next, uh, like the video I'm working on at the moment is um, games, uh, video game demos where they accidentally put the full game on the disc instead by accident. <laughs> so. Oh, that's actually I, I love that kind of stuff. Oh, that's then. good. Yeah, that's actually interesting. So yes, that'll be a good one. Thank you. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've always loved your 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 fact hunt series. Oh, thank you. Um, but it, it's it must be kind of weird that because you've been even with YouTube because of how quickly YouTube has sort of grown and and stuff and how quick it's become like a cultural thing. Yeah, you're kind of almost like old school YouTuber now. Oh yeah, like you've been in it for a long time. Yeah, I can't. They can't get rid of me just yet. I haven't, got, I haven't given any sort of super far right opinions and news reports and that, so they can't get rid of me yet. So <laughs> that's it. But yeah, I mean, when when was your when has it been around since like two thousand six ish? Yeah, I started about that. But most of my my first YouTube channel was mostly videos of fat kids falling off skateboards that I stole from somewhere else <laughs> and that. So it, <laughs> so it wasn't anything Classic. relevant. Yeah, until sort of my second channel. It. Yeah, sure. That's kind of what a lot of people end up start doing, like big YouTubers. You look through at their oldest videos, and it is just like random stuff. Oh yeah, it's absolutely trash, um, really. Just just trying to get it, for, just get attention and that, just stuff to get viral yeah. and stuff. Nothing. But especially really... in like two thousand and six, like yeah, I don't think back then no one really was using YouTube in a sort of professional context. Like now, obviously, with your show and mm. so many other YouTubers, even just in the gaming realm, it's so professional. It's like oh, absolutely. Our show. I know some of the. I mean, it's definitely yeah. it's, it's above television uh, quality standards. A lot of shows nowadays, it's absolutely you know people spend fortunes on it, uh, building sets and stuff like that. So I know loads, yeah. most of the people I know in the, in the community have got their own sort of office to film stuff in. 
Not me, yeah. I'm too tight. I use my bedroom, but. <laughs> well, but even then, though, like even then, when when people ask me what my favorite shows are, mm. there's a part of me in the back of my head, I guess, because I grew up without YouTube being around. Mm. There's part of me in the back of my head that doesn't want to list YouTube shows, but then I think, why? Yeah, you, why feel, not? Like, you feel a bit dirty, don't you, saying like stuff like that? Yeah. that? Well, yeah, but it's just like it's almost like there's still even in me, someone because I watch so much, I watch a, a ton of people. Um, but there's there's something in the back of my head that's like it's not real show, and I don't know why that that shouldn't be the case because I watch more of that than I do TV. Yeah, like so it doesn't make any sense. So if if someone asks me what your favorite shows are, like cool, yeah, you know, like Boundary Break and like Larry Bundy and and, and all these people, and, and that should be held in the same regard. Like yeah, like I don't know why not. I think I think maybe um, it's because there's no set routine for these videos. They come out as they're made rather than sitting there to you know once a week for six weeks and then you gotta wait for another year for them to come up so they don't feel like that sort of television nuance that you grew up with yeah yeah that makes sense but i guess like even sort of standard tv is moving more in that direction with that netflix and sort of do you want content here it is watch all of the content and so it's kind of almost emulating youtube in that way anyway oh absolutely um it's kind of interesting but yeah back 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 when your channel side there wasn't like this set, I'm going to have a gaming YouTube channel with these really like well, well, well researched and like well informed videos. No, and, no, 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 no. Nice editing and stuff like that just wasn't didn't didn't exist. No. Um, I mean, I mean, you're lucky to get have somebody playing a game where they film their camcorder in front of a telly and stuff like that. No. Yeah. In the old days, yeah. Capture cards. Yeah. Those. Yeah, oh yeah, it was just people literally recording a game on their TV yeah. and maybe they'd speak of it. Yeah, and they it always filmed at a funny angle as well, so you have to sort of just about just about see it where you're sitting. So <laughs> Oh dear. We sound like old farts now. Oh yeah. Oh in my day, young swooper snapper. Oh, back at the start of YouTube, yeah. we didn't have memes. In my day it's two forty P, you and your eight K resolutions. Freddos, they used to be a sixpence. Yeah. I knew Freddo when he was a tadpole. <laughs> I, I was there at the birth of, of Freddo. Yeah. He was a beautiful baby. Yeah, it's a frog's ball. Bit of an old git now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, Freddo and a packet of Space Raiders. That was my dinner. Mm. Um, I don't even know what I'm talking about yeah, anymore. Yeah, just chocolate and pickled um, onion I've got in my mouth now. Good taste. Oh, <laughs> disgusting uh, i want by the way if anyone's ever done that if anyone ever listened to this has, has has eaten chocolate and some pickled onion at the same time um go away yes yeah? like here's me formally telling you leave you're unsubscribe person. yeah get out i don't want to hear from you it's the, leave the greatest combination since toothpaste and orange juice oh <laughs> uh, uh. I knew we were going to derail. I didn't know it was going to happen this quickly, oh. and I love it. You're thinking about doing a horrible food channel at all? Oh, oh! You heard it here first, yeah. folks. Ryan Brown's horrible food. Yes. <laughs> and I'll somehow make it gaming related. Yes, gaming related. Um, I am um... going to be the first podcaster to eat a ghost like Pac-Man. <laughs> yep, and you're and here it is. <laughs> I did have a dream once. It is. I did have a dream once about eating a ghost, and it tasted like a fried egg. I always remember that. Okay. Yeah, that's what. It's I, that's always. So that's what in my head what a ghost tastes like. It tastes a fried egg. So. <laughs> oh, we. How do we manufacture this? I feel there's like a business model there. Mm. Oh. There you go. There we go. And no wonder Pac-Man has a nice old chomp on him. Yeah. Um. Delicious, healthy, even good yes. for you. For nutrition. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, because zero calories. That's it. Lots of protein. Yeah. That's how he flapped his jaw up and down. Nice. Right. Um, I completely ruined your conversation now. So. Uh, no, I, love, I, I mean, I, I know what you like. I, immediate, I, I knew it was going to happen. Yes. Like, I knew within the first 10 minutes it was going to devolve into complete nonsense. Um, <laughs> and I love it. I, I, it's, it's funny now. Like, I've known you sort of on Twitter for uh a while now i guess yes a long time yeah and i was and i was and i was thinking before before i was before we we, we arranged this which was very late notice by the way mm. i let's lifting the veil there this was not planned like months in advance this no. was like 10 minutes ago no um we only just arranged the, arranged the fee for my appearance so. <laughs> which is ghosts yes just a ghosts, nice plate yeah. of ghosts delicious ghosts. Um, but yeah i've known you for a while and, and i was trying to think back as to and i think how that happened was that you responded to like one of my articles on the mirror yeah I, you're, def- I think... you're def- definitely during your journalist days i was work oh, yeah yeah i think because i recall um i think it was like my article about how i because i don't like sonic i've never thought it was very good oh. i think you responded to that i think it was a reply to that oh i wasn't i wasn't a, i wasn't a dick to you was i you don't know nothing. no no you don't know nothing about no, no. games you should go kill yourself so no, it was. <laughs> it was actually you. Actually, like we're agreeing with like some of my points and stuff. Yeah. And, um, and then I had lots of people like, "Oh my god!" Like Larry Bundy responded to your, responded to your article. I was like, "I know, I'm big time." Yeah. Now. That's how it goes. Mm. Keeping the dream yeah. alive. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course, um, sort of uh, up until the start of this year, I worked at Numskull, mm-hmm. and we had occasionally sort of collaborated on some some. Yeah. Numskull would be occasionally wrote to you and begged for free stuff. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the court arcades and stuff. Mm. But um, they're very nice. Yeah, and that, and, and yeah. They, they, do you know what? Like, I can say it with completely um being unbiased. Now I'm not there anymore. I actually always thought that those core arcade cabinets were pretty good. Um, out of all the uh, company that makes those tiny arcade machines, they're definitely the highest quality. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, it's it's so weird for me to be able to speak completely freely about them now and not move into like my PR spiel on oh, them. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I always like I you know. Yeah, otherwise, you could be at honest. And on videos. <laughs> Yeah, I can be honest. Um, I uh, at, at events and um, on videos and stuff, you know, I had my PR spiel. I was like, "Oh, this is you know, it fits in with this model." And... Mm. But genuinely, like, maybe it's just my taste personally. But I always felt that if I was to be getting uh, sort of arcade replicas, I'd either get just one big arcade machine, a like full size one, and mod it, mm. put lots and lots of ones on. Oh yeah. Or I would have the court arcade ones to have like a nice like actual replica stuff i wouldn't really bother with any of the other stuff yeah i think um, it depends on the space you got really i mean that's why i yeah. stopped buying arcade machines that that and my dumb ass doesn't measure if they could fit through the front door so, <laughs> oh did that happen uh, twice twice i bought a oh, fl- uh, fist of the north star machine and it didn't fit through the front door and then a silent <laughs> scope machine which didn't fit through the front door I love that you made that mistake. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, if I buy an arcade machine, I was trying to go for a gimmicky one, something that you can't emulate at home. You know, something. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, yeah, the silent scope had a sniper rifle attached to it and fighting mania, uh, which is like the punch pads. So you got to punch them in time. Yeah. I feel like if I was to be getting, if, you know, if I lived in Australia and had a massive warehouse, massive oh, yeah. basement or something. But last gamer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I would get. Um, yeah, like arcade cabinets that don't that you can't just emulate on like a standard one big giant arcade cabinet. Yeah, like it has exactly. To be Maybe a nice pneumatic driving game or something that'd be quite fun. One that sort of yeah, yeah. that's what I'd love. 
I'm also quite a big fan of uh, Dance Dance Revolution. So oh, I'm yes. still hoping that one day I'll be able to get like the Euromix 2 cab Ooh. somewhere in my house. Um, or just, just knock a couple of walls down. And... Yeah, yeah, knock a couple of walls down, yeah. give it its own floor. Um, Dan Iberson's got one in his garage as well. Well, he's got, he's got, Does he? he's got one of the Chinese knockoffs one versions of it, but I think he's got a DDR board inside it. Oh, nice. Mm. That's what I want. Mm. Uh, one day, one well, day. Chinese knockoff um, DDR machine. I mean, even then, even then, you can sort of mod it and stuff. So yeah, I think somebody, I think somebody's made this sort of multi, put any song you want on there type thing. Yeah, nice. Like Step Mania. Yeah, sweet. What did you do when you the, your cabinets arrived and didn't fit through the door? Uh, just to, just uh, turn it away. I bought a load of farm grade tarpauling and left them in the garden for ten years. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. Sort of like the highest grade tarpauling I could find to stop it from rotting. It's it still rots. Uh, but um, yeah. No, I just I put it so. And one day when I get space, I'll put them back. You know, I'll try and fit them. One somewhere. day when you've not walls in. Yeah, I find like a, a, somewhere I find it indoors if I get a, you know an office one day or something. Something like that. Be nice to put them in the background. But yeah. yes, so they're slowly rotting to my <laughs> depression. So nice, wonderful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's our history. That's how we, we 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 and sort of nowadays we um we have like a uh, like a retro gaming community group thing on Twitter. We do, um, yes, we do, and so we sort of talk through that with a bunch of uh, other sort of yeah retro gaming YouTubers. Not that I'm a retro gaming YouTuber, but um I guess it was initially started because I was working at Numscore. It's just a nice way to get one. Yeah, or by yeah. by association, really. Yeah, yeah. But that's 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 kind of what I like about the retro gaming community in general, and I've always been, I've always been quite, I've always praised them, and and you and you personally as well, and, and a bunch of people is that there are people that are in that group that are not like big YouTubers or anything. They might have literally just a couple of hundred Twitter followers, but they're just mm. vocal members of the community. Yeah, and that's that's always what I've liked about the retro gaming community is it's not like oh I this is a big community of YouTubers. It's just like no, we're retro gamers and hmm. we all well yeah definitely like definitely sort of British side is very much like that. They're very sort of uh, equals. They treat each other equally yeah. and stuff like that. I think that's really sweet. I mm. mean, it's sort of like yourself and Ashens and stuff are part of sort of this retro group that we're that we're part of. And you know, we've met up in person at events. And yeah, literally that that group chat. Have, have, I, met, have I met you in day. person? I, you know, we haven't. We no, haven't been okay. in person. Because yeah. Chris has been to your house. Yeah, but, he's been um, a couple of times. He has. Yeah. Won't leave me alone. But I didn't. I, I didn't. <laughs> but um, but yeah, in general, like that, that, that community and stuff, and you know, we've had actions at events and stuff, and it's mm. not like, it's just nice. You know, it's like it's just nice to see, because I'm sure there are some YouTubers out there that are very up themselves and and not great about mingling with non-youtuber folk but that's yeah. never been the case just of yourself and, and national oh yeah no I, yeah i've heard some, some horror stories about some not wanting to associate with people with less subscribers than them and i mm. find that rather vile and shallow people like that yeah know. yeah that's 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 awful mm. maybe it's sort of a british thing like uh, as you say like i i don't know i know of people in the u.s retro gaming community but obviously i'm not part of it no so you know i know like metal jesus rocks and radical reggie and and all and all those folk um john hancock blah blah blah. yeah but i uh but i i don't know what it's like over there i don't know if they will have like similar groups where it's just like retro gaming community fans aren't necessarily content creators on their own um i don't know i don't know how i don't know how it works there but it's just nice that here in the uk it feels like it's just you know we've got like nostalgia nerd as well who's another big youtuber and it's just like 
yeah, everyone's kind of cool with each other, and it's it's, it's nice. Absolutely, yeah, it's lovely. Hmm. Um, on to your uh, your your fact hunt thing. So I yes, um, you did uh one not too long ago about um mainstream um journalism. Oh yes, because like, I mentioned mentioned you in it, didn't I? So yes, yeah, yeah. And I had um, I had to cut out the word that bastard as well. So, <laughs> so luckily... it was funny. I had after you put that up, there was like a, bu- a bunch of people would tweet me, be like, "Oh my god, Ryan, you're mentioned in the latest <laughs> fact hunt." And I was like, I know, "I know, we spoke about it." Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I did. I think I think I asked your permission as well, just in case you were. Yeah, a bit of funny. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, that was an interesting one because mm. obviously it was. Um, I was working for the Mirror still at the time. Mm. And then that sort of anti Fortnite, anti video gamey um, headline was in their paper. Yeah. And I mean, I was literally working at the Mirror at the time. I think it was full time still. Yeah. And like I tweeted, like, this is bollocks. Like, we shared ourselves because this is horseshit. Mm. And um, yeah, I, 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 that was an awkward Christmas party that year yeah. when I went there. A bit. <laughs> lot of dirty looks that day. <laughs> but, um, but I think that's in general how people forget that sort of with those sort of websites like the Mirror and stuff. It's the the print side and the online side are so separate hmm. that I can't even name you a single member of staff that worked on print. I don't know them. I never yeah. knew them. Even when I worked full time in the office, never knew them. So I didn't know that article was happening. Um, you, th- and, you think having yeah. a gaming division, somebody might want to bring it up, though? You know? Yeah, it's that's the thing because we, we were even just for a quote about something yeah having an expertise of somebody who knows about gaming i think that's why i was so annoyed it wasn't just that it was bollocks and i don't appreciate anti-gaming nonsense yeah yeah. in 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 mainstream media when you know it's not the 80s anymore like we shouldn't be pointing at it as this weird scapegoat yeah sort of boogeyman Um, yeah yeah it's it's nonsense but it wasn't just that it was that myself and other members of my team worked so damn hard to make legitimate content yeah um which is difficult because when you are under the banner of sort of like a, for lack of a better word, a rag. Yeah. <laughs> when you're under the under the banner of that, it's difficult to be legitimized. Yeah. That. Um. And so it's just it's just it it just sucked when they did that and and, and didn't sort of confirm with us. Um, so the house house of Robert Maxwell as well and stuff because he had his <laughs> he had a few stories about gaming himself, didn't he? Because he owned Mirasoft and some of the stuff he done with the whole Tetris thing as well. That was quite a big drama. Yeah. Yeah, but it was just like I um, it must be like that for a lot of different outlets where, you know, especially the more mainstream things. And I think mainstream outlets should try and become better at, at reporting on video game stuff. Mm. There aren't that many that I know of that do it. I, I know the Daily Star had some pretty decent yeah, gaming. Yeah, when I was at X League, they were part of Northern and Shell, and so we right. yeah by association. Well, actually, they're in the same building, in other words. But yeah, they had a. We had done some stuff with... No, we didn't do anything. We did have no association with them. We didn't do anything with them. But, you know, sometimes they come up with stupid stories about games as well. So, mm. Especially the star as well. Yeah. It's just a shame because there's, there's talented tech staff at these kind of places. And mm. it's usually sort of the uh, um, the people that have absolutely nothing to do with the tech. It's just the general news team. I'll just put this stuff together. Oh, it's yeah. It's like, oh, it's nonsense. Um. But yeah, it was a, it was a, it was an intriguing video from you, and it's 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 interesting to see other examples of of, of um sort of sites and the mainstream news and stuff doing that. And it's yeah. a shame that in twenty twenty that shit is still happening. 
<laughs> yes, um, well, I think it's just because it's popular. That's why, and it, you know, it's popular with the kids, so therefore they need to find a way to make it sound like it's dangerous. I mean, it's like hundred years ago, probably people talking about cinema in the same way or pop music, and you know, and then Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. wasn't it? They could make people turn into devil worshippers and stuff like that. And, yeah, it's nonsense. But it's kind of been going on from, from since the nineties. Like it's like, all right, enough now. Can't you find your new thing to moan about? Yeah. Um <laughs> Well there is no new thing, really. So Yeah, I guess there is no new thing. There are like legitimate things you could pick up on the I'm not saying that the video game industry is infallible. Like there oh, are no. legitimate things you could pick up on. You know, there's lack of diversity, it's it's crunch, there's yeah. microtransactions and loot boxes there are things that mainstream media could easily pick up on and i suppose they sometimes do well they're not they're not interesting you can't you can't die from loot crates that's the problem if they could somehow <laughs> yeah. they could find a connection that loot crates can give you cancer or something you know you know they're over that shit but no fortunately yeah. just slightly annoying take money from your pocket i guess the audiences don't understand um a lot of those sort of more nuanced concepts as mm. well like uh, they, they they do report on loot boxes and stuff sometimes but well it's, it's more difficult to kids gambling it. isn't it i mean i don't know why they can't pick that up that's perfectly legitimate it's about enticing yeah. kids to gamble yeah yeah um and you know what like if, if if we do want like actual change in the video games industry with things like that that we don't like having mainstream outlets pick up on it is probably our best shot because mm. then that targets the demographic that aren't in our circle. Because all these video game controversies that happen, um, it's kind of, a lot of it is kept within our bubble. And if you just stop the every man on the street, they'd have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, absolutely. Um, which we, is for you and I and everyone listening to this, it's so easy to forget that it it really is, a lot of it, even the big stuff, is does not fall outside our circle. No. Even like the, 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 the cyberpunk... Um, crunch or the the last of us part two crunch most people playing last of part two have absolutely no idea about that story they simply don't know um anthem as well that was yeah the crunch on that there yeah and they don't they don't hear about that and that's not their fault Uh, i think if the mainstream media sort of picked up on these stories a bit more um you know if they went hard on loot boxes and the bbc have a bit which i think helps Mm. um then that's the best way we have for a change i've realized I'm, i've completely i've gone on just weird tangents again yes right? just angry just full of rage today <laughs> why has that happened yeah. raging ryan i should call you that's your new youtube that's, name that's it fact hunt Top yeah five angry ryans yeah um so i guess it's sort of back on track how how did how did fact hunt start up so how long has fact hunt specifically been going uh it started about 2016 fact hunt uh if okay. combination of things really started off uh, i was I used to have a series previously called games yanks can't wank and it was about <laughs> ga- yeah and it was about games that were unreleased in america and stuff like that if you didn't get there oh yeah and uh one of the videos i was working on was a uh, games you never knew had sequels and I couldn't call it a Games Yanks Quite episode as it, you know, most of the games had come out in America, so that would be irrelevant. Uh, so I wanted to make a new a new series on that, sort of uh, interesting anecdotes and stuff like that. But the show originally was going to be going on Game Theory's channel because uh, they oh. wanted me to work with them, and then they just ah, oh, then basically, long story short, they asked me about and. Uh, and it never happened, really. So he started, he just said, put them on your channel for a bit, and we'll see how well they do. And they've done really, really well for me. Mm. I mean, some of them have got well over a million views. Uh, one of them's got over two million views. So, mm. so there's not like they're not pop- unpopular. So, but yeah, oh, yeah, that's that's really how that happened. Just a suggestion from Game Theory. That really, that's interesting. Mm. Interesting. But I, I come, I come up with the name. 
I was the yeah. show was originally called Guru Larry's Fact Hunt, uh, but I thought that was a bit too on the nose. Also, completely irrelevant now because I've lost weight. So, so, but uh, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting. Like I've always I, I I'm subscribed to you, obviously, so I watch them anyway. But um, it's it's sort of those videos. Sort of, I feel they the algorithm must treat them well because I see so many people that will randomly just be like, oh, I've just seen this. Yeah. Um, because like, I tweet video game news, and sometimes there'll be something that I've said that ties in with something that you've put in a video, oh, yeah. and I'll have like random replies going, "Oh yeah, I just saw this video like the other day," like, uh, and it mentions this, and it's like one of your videos. Oh wow! So it's, it seems that people just randomly pick up on your videos a lot. Yeah, I try. Um, I try and make them interesting. So I'm trying to do interesting topics and that for people. I'm mm. being, I'm being lucky so far. I mean, obviously, I've got a couple of duffers and that, but most of the time, you know, about nineteen percent of the time, I think I hit the nail on the head with topics. Yeah, I mean, it's nice just that it's so varied as well. Like, there's so many different topics and stuff. Mm. Um, like, I always like it when people have, um, like, a YouTube series or or something where they're kind of covering, like, it's almost as if they're the encyclopedia of that kind of, of subject. Yeah. And I, 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 love, I love that idea. Like, someone just been like, right, I want to be the encyclopedia of this sort of thing. Yeah. And, um, well, yeah, like, Fact Hunt is, has been pretty good for that. Mm. Well, I try and go for stuff that nobody else has covered as well. Mm. Which is why you get certain large channels stealing from me as well. So, <laughs> mm. so but yeah, that's why I'm interested in your uh, that upcoming one, that that demo one, for example, that you mentioned mm. the demo disc one. That sounds really interesting because that is, I can't. Let's not name specific ones because we didn't want to, to to spoil the video. But like, I can't off the top of my head think of any that have done that. But I I recall having read that some games did. That. Yeah, quite a f- um, uh, quite a few have done it. Uh, mm. I think the most the most recent one. Uh, is probably Yakuza Six on the PS4. Oh wow, that recent? Yeah, that, that happened. So that was oh, like wow, okay. uh, 2018, I think. 2017, 2018. So, but really? yeah, basically, Sega did such a poor job at lopping off the end of Chapter One uh, that people just kept playing the game and that. So, <laughs> so they didn't have to glitch or anything to get through the level to it. Brilliant. Yeah, but that'd be interesting. But mm. yeah, it's just it's just so interesting to see how many um. Like different topics you've 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 covered, and I suppose you would be one of the names I think of um, if I was to think of like big name people that sort of call out crap within the industry. Yeah, um, you're pretty good at that as well. Like you know the nonsense that publishers might do sometimes, mm. and that sort of thing. Oh, exactly. Thank you. Yes. Well, I think I think it's. I try. I try not. Apart from EA, I think most of them is it's nothing, you know, personal or anything. Yeah, of course. I think it's not even personal with EA. It's just they've done so many shitty things over the years. It's just hilarious to cover them. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, and you've done sort of, you know, yeah, like lots of lots of nonsense has happened in the Have you had any slapback from people before? Have you ever had? Have you ever actually had like officials from a publisher or developer like reach out and be like, "Hey, mate." No, I've had um Shigeru Miyamoto's son-in-law uh talk to me <laughs> about it, saying you you were a bit harsh, but he didn't say I was untrue. But yeah. Bit harsh about Miyamoto. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, he's he's only small. He is my father. Don't yeah. ruin his career. Yeah. Oh, so I ruined it now. So, but yeah, no, um, yeah, I had him talk to me. Uh, ironically, we're friends now. We're good friends now. So that's when. Mm. <laughs> that's an odd one. Yes. Um. But no, nobody's ever, <laughs> nobody's ever personally come after me. I think one of the uh, ex-employees of Ocean got a bit upset about I knew more stuff than he did when he was working there. <laughs> so he tried to call me a liar and stuff like that, but I've proved that he yeah. was, you know, I proved it did happen. But Fair. 
I mean, I always find it interesting whenever I, because I've had some YouTubers and stuff on the show before, and, and it's it's interesting to me when I um when I speak to them, they don't realize that their content is like sort of seen by publishers. Because I know, for a matter of fact, having worked at multiple places, that um anything you've done that's relevant to a company, they've probably seen it. Like it's it's probably been shared around the office, so they probably all watched it and spoke about it. Also, oh, sure. yeah. uh, that 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 happens. That happens with YouTubers. Like companies aren't unaware. Yeah, and so it, it certainly would be interesting to see what they would um, think about some of your stuff. Mm. Yeah, a lot of the uh, I know a lot of uh, Ocean employees have seen my stuff because I talk about them quite a bit. Be nice to see if any other team who uh, works on Driver Three saw my video. That'd be quite nice because mm. that's that was probably that's probably what everybody says is probably their favorite episode I've done. Your Driver Three episode, yeah, Drivergate thing. Because that sort of got buried. Because it happened just before sort of uh, Facebook and uh, Reddit appeared on the internet. So, it, you know, that just got buried just before. So it was a bit of luck. But uh, I think uh, Stuart Campbell uh, managed to archive a lot of the drama. And I, I borrowed his articles and stuff for it mm. before he went mental. So, yeah. Yeah, interesting, interesting. I, I mean, I'd be surprised if they hadn't seen it. Um, it I guess it must just feel weird. It, it, I think sometimes developers and publishers and then just average joes forget that youtubes aren't like this weird thing up on a pedestal like you can just contact them like they yeah. you can just reach out and say hey um it's a shame they haven't but i'd be surprised if they hadn't seen it um, yeah i'm trying to think i no, I don't, i've not had much contact with these people really to be honest mm. it's interesting i guess they feel like it would sort of like step especially if they're doing something in a negative way it would step over the line mm. if they were like to contact you and be like hey well, uh, Richard Applin uh, wrote to me once. He's the guy who used to leave loads of like, mile-long rants in the game code of stuff he worked on. <laughs> like, he wrote an entire diary uh, in fo- a Final Fight in the Amiga. It was originally supposed to be a one-disc game, but because his rant was so long, it had to be shipped on two discs. I thought that's hilarious. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really good read as well. He's a, basically he's, yeah, talking about his day in that, so... So yeah, he left a comment in one of my videos once and stuff. So you occasionally get people leaving comments. But... Yeah, that's just, have you ever had like on the more positive side? Have you had developers and publishers reach out about things? And I mean, I'm sure you've had. Hi, can we send this? And you can mention it in this. I'm sure you get that sometimes. Uh, occasionally. Uh, most of them are yeah. just Chinese companies trying to make me do videos and their weird tat I've never heard of. Right. And then get upset when I'm done it quick enough. <laughs> oh, great. They yeah. get upset because, oh, it's, yeah, it's, but... it's been a month, mate. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's been a week. We, had, we sent it to you a week ago. You haven't put a big video of it yet. Cough. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, good, I guess. And after um, the time it don't work as well, which is, uh, yeah. you explain that to them. How am I supposed to do a video of something that doesn't bloody work? You know, just, well, you can use some footage from the internet from other ones that have worked. No, it's been it's fucking lying, you twat. Hmm. That's cheeky of them. I mean, I've, that's, that's... Oh, they get uh, very entitled, they do. They get very upset about that. I've got a company who set, sent me a mini PC in that, and he's getting really upset. They minded I send it back mm. as well. So, look, I'm, I'm busy. I don't get a chance to do it. Just because just cause you all do You know, you demand a video straight away. I can't afford to... I have to prioritise other things and stuff like that. Stuff that people are watching not unsubscribed to me. So... Yeah, I mean, working in PR like myself, it's kind of interesting that from my end, like I obviously contact YouTubers and stuff to try and get coverage. But I think perhaps because I've been a journalist in the past and have been on the other side of the coin, Mm -hmm. I think it benefits me in that 
my expectations. I, I don't contact you to be like, hi, I'm going to send this. Please do, please write this and please say this exactly and have the video up by now. I, I don't do that shit. It doesn't work. No. Um, it's like if if I send some samples out to YouTubers, I expect probably a, a, a good portion of them to not end up being used. And that's fine if they receive it, receiving them. Nah, I don't think it works for a video. That's completely fine. I mean, I've had some like smaller YouTubers as well because they, you know, they, they I, I like to support them with, with stuff as well. Mm. And I think a lot of the time they go, "What? What do you want? What? What do you want me to do with it? Like, what? What content do you want me to do?" And I go, well, "It's up to you. <laughs> like, yeah. it's whatever fits in with your content. Like, it's it's your content. I'm not going to tell you what kind of video to make." Um, and yeah, I think it's. I, I like to just speak about that a bit on the podcast sometimes because I think PR aren't very open about how PR relationships work a lot of the time. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why. <laughs> like, we're not we're not in like the eighties anymore. It doesn't need to be this weird secretive thing. Um, I uh, I think people might find it kind of interesting, but yeah, like I, I imagine you have had, I guess, from seemingly from mostly random Chinese tech companies, but you know, some PR will kind of demand, you know, please, if we send this, please have the oh, yeah. up at this time, and I, I, it doesn't work. Like you don't build relationships by doing that. I don't, I don't think I don't think that's 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 not. Oh good. yeah, well I've uh, I've been blacklisted by a uh, oh. in the past because i didn't do a review quick enough because i was too busy being in hospital and stuff like that oh so yeah you bastard certain uh pr from thq hmm. so yeah well they're gone now so no yeah well she well she blacklisted me at her new company as well so oh. <laughs> so yeah yeah i mean that's 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 a shame i mean I've no, always, just I, horrible I, people and stuff like that so fuck them so i've always felt that like if i if i send samples out like it's there's not like an expectation. I mean, I suppose I'm not sending like $500 consoles out, but I, I, I sense about not with a full expectation. It's just like, oh, does this interest you? And they go, yeah, okay. And I go, cool. I've sent it to you and if it fits in with your content. That'd be great. Mm. But sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't. And hey, ho, that's, that's how it goes. Uh, that's how I see it anyway. Yeah. I guess because I've been a journalist, like I feel that because I've been on that other side of the coin where PR would speak to me for things. Like, and I guess, I guess as well, like YouTubers aren't journalists. So there's no, um, for a journalist to receive something like it, they have to stick quite strictly to sort of journalist ethics. Yeah. Okay. Like I've had this. Like we we have to be very unbiased about it. Like we can't just do something that the PR say and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I guess I kind of use that mentality a bit on the other side of the coin. Um. Again, I'm rambling. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's not. I know <laughs> but, uh, what you mean. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. It's it's, it's awkward and it's you know it's a bit of a um, what's the word uh sort of relationship between the two people as well so yeah yeah i've always just thought that the key thing is just like building relationships with people and it's like okay they didn't happen to cover this specific thing i don't care mm, yeah <laughs> i mean like they still chat to me we're still mates like consistent yeah. in the future um yeah well um, anything i don't cover i always put it as a prop in the background as well as so a sort of a compromise yeah and stuff like that yeah, yeah. so that's what helps there I guess the key difference is I've only work, ever worked in like small places where um, to, to, to some degree, I don't like have to prove anything to higher ups. Mm. Um, whereas I guess if I was at like a big company, if I was like PR, I suppose that's something like THQ. Yeah. I may have to like fill in a report where the higher ups, like the director might go, okay, so how many subs did you send out this week? How many videos did we get? You know, maybe, maybe there's, you know, maybe oh, there's yeah. more like, whereas for me, it's kind of, I can personally judge what isn't isn't worthwhile. So I guess it's a little bit different there, but mm-hmm. um, 
Yeah. Anyway, I'm a complete tangent again. <laughs> but um, uh, gosh, the time is is slipping away from us, Larry. Yes, it's time forgotten. It is. Time is leaving. Yes. Um, Tempest Fugit. Before we end up wrapping up and stuff, I guess we should mention like some of the other like bits that you've done because. I, again, I think most people listening to this know of your YouTube channel. Like when I put when whenever this ends up being tweeted out, I guess people have listened to this now, so they've yeah. just, it's already been tweeted out. Isn't time weird? Mm. But whenever this is tweeted out, I'm sure I'll in the future respond. In the future, I'm sure a lot of people respond going, "Oh yeah, cool, Larry. Like, I'll listen to that. Like I, yeah. I watch him. Oh, cool. I don't like that guy. Please don't have him on again. Or, or that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll say that. Um, but like as you said, like there, you, like you've been. You've been on TV on, yes. on, on, on games, yeah, I've been doing television, yeah. Maybe people don't know about that. And um, you, you, am I right in saying that you worked on games for a bit? Uh, well, in some extent, I used to do sort of like box art, I used to do a sort of anime artwork for games in sort of early 2000s and stuff like that. Uh, so basically, stuff that I had that was too risky, uh, for Western art for Western, you know standards i would often redraw and stuff like that and other things are just just new artwork in general i've done the uh, i think the most famous artwork i've done was for oni on the ps2 for rockstar yeah. games and also that. the um game boy advance action replay as well i don't really artwork oh, so for that. is the what the um the cover art of oni that's yours is it that's not mine no oh, no, that's, okay. that's something that's... else but i just i done some other art, artwork for them uh for it yeah, I, didn't, cool. I didn't get credited. A bit, uh, i done artwork for Edge magazine in the past as well, stuff like that. Mm. Uh, picture of a, uh, The April 2003 issue, that was it, because it's a picture of a guy holding a Master System gun to his head. I'm, I'm curious now. I want to Google this. Oh. April... oh, yeah, that. Yeah, that's cool. Yes. It's nice to have done stuff like... I, I always like it when um, work is in print. It's nice to have like a physical copy of... Oh, it is. It's yeah. also nice going into shops and that, you know, doing an old J.H. Hartley thing. You know, yeah. So got, I did the art book for it. It is rather old. <laughs> and then also, you've got a book. You've got the Fact Hunt book. Oh yeah, that's right. Yes, I've got about that. Yes, I've got a Fact Hunt book. <laughs> yeah, available on Amazon. I... There it is. There's the yes. plug. Amazon, yes, and all good bookshops. Man, a couple of crap ones. Yeah, it's good to have them in. They always name the good bookshops, but it's nice to name the bad ones. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's a that's a cool thing to do. How did that come about? Was that something that you personally uh, did, that, or did that, that was uh, by proxy of Ashen's book because he done a book called wow. Terrible Old Games, and the company who uh, funded it well, it it went through a crowd a book crowdfunding website called Unbound, and they yeah. wanted to they asked him if he knew anyone else who does books, you know, into gaming and stuff like that, and he suggested me, and uh, so I ran a campaign to run for a book and it, it was successful so i spent the next three years writing it and hating every minute of it <laughs> no it's just oh, it's just it's so much work writing a book oh, it's yeah, so sure. much bloody work and then you have to go back and make sure your facts are right make sure the the images are right high enough quality and stuff like that and then and parts then, of it you wrote two years ago and you have to go back and change stuff. yeah stuff that's right yeah and... things happen yeah so basically, it's actually corrects up to sort of like October 2019 or something. So yeah, but that's a cool thing to have worked on and to have in in hand. It's nice, especially if you've got a wobbly table in the house. So yeah, yeah. So if if you've got a wobbly table at home, yes, pop it's... over to Amazon or a terrible bookshop, and yeah. why not why not pick up a nice little table rocker? Yes. Or, or, <laughs> or go to your nearest garden centre and find a bargain bin for a cheap old books they do there. 
Ooh. Yes. Nice. Um, <laughs> I feel like we've covered we've 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 covered it all, mate. We've covered the tadpoles. We've covered the retro games. Yeah. Oni. What ghosts the, taste like? What ghosts taste like? The, that's the whole shebang, mate. Like that's yes. that's it. We've covered it all. Um, <laughs> um, I guess I'll let you go now. And thank you oh. so much for coming on here. Yeah, yeah um, thank you for having me. Of course, it was good to chat complete nonsense for forty-one yes. minutes. Um, uh, and for those that maybe don't know, do you want to perhaps tell them where they can find you on the interwebs? Uh, I'm on YouTube at youtube.com/slash Larry. I've got one of them vanity addresses, so oh. I'm very easy to remember. Yes, very special. Yes, <laughs> um, and the 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 links to that and the Amazon one as well. Why not the Amazon book? Will be in the description if you listen to this. So oh, exciting! lovely um yeah again thank you so much for doing this especially so late notice um it was good to chat to you um, thank you yeah hopefully some people have found out some cool information and nonsense and yeah maybe in 10 years time or 20 years time we'll we'll chat again about playstation 7 yay well, we can moan about all the scalpers that's it or oh, oh, stealing all the virtual realities yeah taking all my internets Oh, <laughs> um, thank you very much, and uh, I'll catch everyone next time. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Toad on Games podcast. I genuinely appreciate it so, so much. It is an absolute honor to be able to speak to everyone working in the industry on a weekly basis, telling their stories and sharing their experiences, and it's a, it's a genuine honor. And if you do want to back this podcast, you can do so at patreon.com slash toadsanime. I know it's detrimental to say, but I always want to. Um, I do not financially depend on the Patreon. It just helps me make it feel like what I'm doing isn't a waste of time. Um, so there are absolutely better things you can be putting your money towards, and please do so. But if you do back it, whether it's a dollar or three dollars, I am more grateful than you will ever know. And of course, in turn, you get a shout out at the end of every single weekly episode. And also early access to each episode. So instead of getting it publicly on the Monday, you will get it on a Friday through Patreon with a listening link there. So do make sure, if you are backing, that you head there every Friday evening about 6pm to listen to the latest episode early. So for those backing, I will be naming you all. I am using the Patreon name that you have on your account, by the way. If you do want to be named something different, Please tell me or, or change your name on Patreon. I'm literally just reading through the relationship manager list I have. Thank you so much to KM, Nathan, Romy Halfweeg, David Jarrett, Andy Jones, Kamal Perlher, Farfew Giants, Robert Cathels, James Coop, Thomas, Francesco Limus, EMH Richard, Corey Class, Chris Wood, Gregory Phillips, Lee Chapman, Stephen, Andy Robertson, Gregory Kroll, Joe Sheedy and Ryan Winter. Thank you so, so much all of you, it means more than you will ever know. And I will catch you all on the next episode. Bye for now.